The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. Today, we'll discuss how do you really know that it's stress that triggers your symptoms and not something else, like a certain food ingredient or something else. And I'll be discussing this in the context of digestive disorders, but this topic really applies to any symptoms you may be experiencing that might be triggered by stress, including, but not limited to, any autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, high blood pressure, depression, muscle spasms. Now, the reason I'm focusing on digestive disorders especially is not just because I have one, but because when you're diagnosed with a digestive disorder, naturally the first thing you think of is what's wrong with my diet or what am I eating that's triggering this? Maybe not everybody, but I think it's natural to immediately focus on your diet. And something in your diet may very well be the trigger for some folks. But here's the thing. First of all, we have to separate dietary changes while in a flare versus dietary changes in an attempt to avoid triggering a flare. So if, for example, you have ulcerative colitis and you're in a flare, you probably don't want to eat a lot of spicy, fatty foods or a lot of roughage or red meat right? You want to eat things that are easier to digest in order to give your colon a break. Just common sense. But if you're not in a flare, often referred to as being in remission, it may be perfectly fine to eat a high fiber diet. I do. It just depends on what the trigger is for you. But what I see on social media health support groups is when someone new joins the group and asks for advice, The very first thing people recommend is to start on this diet or that diet or cut this out or that out because it worked for them and they want to help others, which is understandable and even admirable. But I'm reading this thinking, my God, if I had jumped into making dietary changes, and again, everyone's case is a little different, but had I followed that advice, I'd probably be going through life thinking I have to avoid certain foods when in actuality, I can eat just about anything. Now, I tend to eat on the healthier side anyway, um, but I like ice cream, nuts, chocolate, cheese, and all that good stuff just as much as the next person. So no, I don't want to restrict my diet unnecessarily like that. Not Life's too short. And actually, I did start going down that path a little, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But what's even worse than possibly restricting your diet unnecessarily long-term is that if your true underlying trigger is actually stress, as it is for me and probably millions of others, and you don't address it, well, guess what? Your body's just going to find other ways to talk to you. Now, according to the CDC, get this, one in four adults has MCC, they call it, multiple chronic conditions. And I'll put the link to that in the uh, description of the episode Um, but you could probably just Google CDC MCC. That's a lot of C's. Uh, but anyway, the, the research is about eight years old from 2012. So it's a, it's a little old. 
but if anything, more people probably have multiple chronic conditions now than when the study was done. But of course, I can't prove that. Um, and as you might expect, age is a significant factor. But if we just focus on the 18 to 44 age group, 5% of that age group as a whole had at least two chronic conditions. We're talking five and a half million people. 2% of that age group had three or more chronic conditions or a little more than 2 million people. Uh, and I wish they had broken that into two age groups, like 18 to 30 and then 30 to 44, because I bet from a percentage standpoint, the numbers are significantly higher after 30. Again, I can't prove it, but uh, I, don't, I just don't know why they lumped people in their teens and 20s with people in their 30s and 40s. But uh, I personally did not get diagnosed until I was 30 going on 31. Uh, or 29 going on 30, I can't remember exactly. But my point is that, you know, that's pretty young to be having multiple chronic conditions. And I would suggest, and I have absolutely no proof of this, I'm just telling you right now, but I would suggest that one of the main reasons um, is that we're not addressing the underlying trigger, which in many cases is stress. So if you jump too quickly into either making dietary changes or something else that may provide some relief, uh, but you're not addressing the underlying trigger, then you're basically playing whack-a-mole with your health, right? You know that game, whack-a-mole? Now, here's the good news about stress. I guess you can call it good news. But based on having monitored health support groups online for over the past 10 years, conversations I've had with patients, as well as my own experience, you don't really need help identifying stress as your main trigger if that's what the issue is. Something in your diet, yes, you may need to do a lot of tracking to identify that, but not stress. You'll know. Um, it may take a little while, and frankly, it would take a little while no matter what you did, just to rule out certain things. But sure as the sky is blue, you will, over time, figure out for yourself whether stress is the main trigger for you or not, just like I did and many others. Now for my little story. Uh, about 15 years ago or so, um, after I was already diagnosed with UC, um, I ate an apple and my stomach churned for days. It was very uncomfortable. So naturally, I concluded that I had to avoid apples from then on, which kind of sucked because I love apples um, and they help me curb my appetite. So I don't go to the vending machine at work and um, you can pretty much get them year round. Basically, they were a staple in my diet up to that point. So it was kind of a big deal for me to give that up. But anyway, so after a couple years, uh, once I somewhat got my stress under control, um, I still needed to do more, but um, I tried a small piece of apple and it didn't do anything. So I ate the whole thing and I've been eating apples almost every day since. I prefer Fuji. Um, also, when I was first diagnosed with uh, ulcerative colitis, I had bad heartburn and muscle spasms. Um, one time I had muscle spasms in my chest so bad, I thought it was my heart. So I went to the ER, they did the EKG and x-ray, and they found nothing, thank God. Um, I even had muscle spasms in my eyelids, believe it or not. Crazy. So um, I got acupuncture for years, uh, which is a whole other topic I'll be covering in a future episode. Um, but that kept my UC flares down. 
And once I got my stress under control, uh, the flares and muscle spasms all but went away. And nowadays, I only occasionally get heartburn. So to wrap up, if a certain food is proving to exacerbate your symptoms, then of course, avoid it for now. Um, if a certain diet or acupuncture or meds or something else is helping, then by all means, continue that for now. But it would behoove you to know if stress is really the underlying trigger so that long term, you don't have to limit your diet unnecessarily or continue expensive acupuncture treatments or whatever if you don't have to. Now, of course, you are all smart enough to know, but I need to remind everyone to always talk with your doctor first before starting a new treatment or dietary changes, etc. So in conclusion, don't overlook stress, even if you're getting relief with dietary changes and other approaches, and that goes for any symptoms that may be triggered by stress, not just digestive. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time, there's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.